2: oh yeah he's back he's back it has been three long weeks i have been away from chair shot radio that's right kids patrick O'Dowd. two weeks sorry two weeks that's right dave is correcting me already it felt like three weeks felt like i was gone forever i was gone three weeks from the bandwagon that's what happened i was three weeks from bandwagon nerds Two weeks from Chair Shot Radio, but Patrick O'Dowd is back here on the Chair Shot Radio Airwaves on this Labor Day edition of Chair Shot Radio, part one of your double dose of Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar. That's right, Chair Shot Radio here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com, where we encourage you all to always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And as I mentioned, David Ungar, a sleepy David Ungar here with us today. And that is what we're going to talk about on Chairshot Shot Radio. So, Dave, we're not going to reveal the secret just yet. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? I did,
3: man. Having to, having to make oh. this shit up as we go along is, is, is difficult. And, and as, as you notice, you know, when you're not around, PC Tunney does things with our... Views on skype that makes us all look like we're at a dinner table and it just throws everybody off. So
2: yeah, I heard the thing that happened <laughs> uh, and Those of you who will stick with us later this afternoon for the bandwagon nerds labor day edition I am going to participate in the longstanding festivist tradition of airing some grievances uh, and I may I may, you know, tony's not gonna make the show But i'm waffling on whether I send up the plat signal 'Cause I do I kinda want to talk to him about taking on the side of my people's oppressors during during a previous episode where he lumped in the Irish with the English and we we Irish don't like the English that much. You heard me. As, I, I tried I tried to warn him, but he just didn't listen. Yes. I figured hey, yeah, I I'm gonna invite him. I'm gonna invite him. Like I just decided it right now. That's right, later today. We're gonna see if we can get the platt signal up so that I can have some words with, with Mr. Platt. But that's neither here nor there, because we're here for Chair Shot Radio. Of course, we are doing the NHL offseason right now. We are continuing our, our quest to cover music with our musical chairs feature, though this week we are going to do a slightly different track, as this is being recorded on a Saturday, September 4th. You're going to be hearing this on September 6th, and... David and I have, ha- have kind of a big weekend, and we're going to share all about what our weekend, by the time you hear this, was after we get on the backside of the commercial break. So everybody just settle in and listen to this commercial while we pay some bills, and then we're going to talk about the weekend that was for David Ungar and Patrick O'Dowd and how it connects to musical chairs. before we get into the to the weekend that was am i i feel a little more amped do i do i come off as a little more amped is is the hiatus do i do i have a different energy cuz i feel like i got a different energy
3: you do mm-hmm. seem a little recharged man maybe it's cuz all that I, all that stuff at your place is uh behind you
2: i got to tell you i got to tell you i am a completely different human being and we're you know i i'll probably talk about it a little bit more on the bandwagon later Uh, I think there's a couple of reasons why I'm so amped, though. One, just kind of getting past our our toughest time of year over at the University of Massachusetts in regards to my job, which is moving students in. We are 13,000 strong. But the other reason I'm amped and the other reason you're tired, and I'll probably be tired when we record Bandwagon Nerds, is because we both hit concerts this past weekend. I'm going to hit a concert later today uh, on this Saturday when we're recording. I'm going to go with the Mrs. O'Dowd to check out Alanis set with special guest garbage opening for, for her. It is a makeup concert for the 25th anniversary of Jagged Little Pill. Jagged Little Pill was 25 years old last year. This concert got canceled. A friend of the family... Unfortunately, could not make the makeup date, and so he let us use his tickets. They are VIP level tickets. Ooh, uh, so I don't know what that means. I think I get to park in a place where I can get out of the venue faster, and and, uh, that, and that
3: counts for a lot, believe me. <laughs> well, and, I, and
2: I've done and I've done this venue before. I went and saw Queen with Adam Lambert at this venue. It's an Xfinity Center. It's an outdoor venue. Which is good because, you know, kind of carrying some of those concerns with COVID and, and the Delta variant and all these things that are going on. You know, I'm vaccinated and that's great. And I'll have my mask and I'll do all that. But just an outdoor concert feels better, uh, even if even if you're still around thousands of people. And, yeah, I'm excited to go see some live music. And, and I'm not a big Alanis Morissette fan, but I'm not going to lie. I've had You Ought to Know stuck in my head for the week. Like this whole week just kinda of getting ready to go. So I figured the first half of the show we just talk about Alanis and then the second half of the show after the second commercial break we'll we'll talk about your your experience. But thoughts on Alanis Because I while not a big fan, can't help but respect the influence that her big album had for you know, music in the nineties, in the late nineties, mid to late nineties. Yeah, Alanis so- is um I was like, do we need to bring the misses in to comment
3: on a lot? She I am not sure. Alonis probably doesn't resonate that loudly with her, but she I'm sure she likes them. Uh I I've always liked her a lot. I mean that that one album that she did, of course, The Jagged Little Pill was uh you know one of the most iconic records you're gonna get out of that time frame. And and Can especially it- from a female from a female artist at that time, um when that was still not rare but not as common as it is nowadays so she's she uh yeah that album was tremendous i know she's done a few things here and there after that it's not like she did that one album and just
2: vanished she's still relevant um but yeah I, she's not the judge on the masked singer right now yeah and that's what i saw but it's like a digital masked singer this year so that's i i love that concept by the way uh, i did not recognize alanis morissette when they showed her, like if they, they didn't put her name underneath her, because she's like blonde now, like just not the woman I remember. I remember the woman who talked about going on, going down on Dave Coulier, in a was it in a movie theater? Yes. And that's a lot.
3: That's right. Yeah. Uh, she had a she, Ryan too,
2: Right. What's that? She was. Uh, didn't she date Ryan Reynolds back in their Nickelodeon days or something, too? If I remember the stories, the urban legends. Possibly. I mean, I remember the song Ironic
3: which is the one that kind of stands not out for me. I mean, cause it's just everything about that song. You, you know, you just feel bad for the people who are, <laughs> who she set in motion right. in that, in that
2: song. It's yeah. It's not so much irony as just bad things befalling people. And that's always been the running joke. This song was still a ridiculous hit and that it's got that hook that, you know, as much as people want to make fun of it's like rain on your wedding day, that that hook is she's very it's very powerful. Uh, what I love is that she parlayed dry, Jagged Little Pill into a very you know that was back in the '90s. For those of you who don't remember, MTV Unplugged used to be huge, and she was one of the artists that did an Unplugged session and did a lot of her hits from Jagged Little Pill. Most people remember the Nirvana Unplugged concert because that one was huge. Hers was really, really good as well, and is is definitely worth a listen to just hear kind of some really stripped down versions of her songs, and they really hold up well acoustically, and, and are great. And so I'm excited. Yeah, Got another um,
3: I was going to say, there's a song. I'm just looking at my own collection. 2008, uh, she did uh, "Flavors of Entanglement." There's a song there called "Underneath," which is really
2: good. So there's a <laughs> hidden gem <laughs> from for everybody. We'll we'll play we'll play that on the outro. Remember, we don't own the rights to these music these, these tunes, but we still play them anyway. And Alana's "Come Get Me," you know where I'll be to you know you know where I'll be two days ago. got garbage opening. Uh, they're his...
3: they're a fun band. Garbage is a fun band.
2: Here's the funny thing. I'm going to ask you to just play one of their tunes as part of the outro too, because we always do basically four songs. Uh, we do snippets of four songs. I couldn't tell you, like I know Garbage had a hit or two I couldn't tell you what that hit was and
3: stupid girl
2: you'll recognize stupid girl this this is was like they're gonna play their song you're gonna be like oh yeah this one and that'll be that so that that's where I'm I'm excited for it but yeah I'm going just to have fun get some get some some live music with my generation of folks a bunch of 40 somethings so I'm not really feeling a lot of pressure to stand for an entire concert which is good and then we'll, you know, make the hour and a half drive home to uh get home at like two in the morning or something and wake up in time for you know, recording bandwagon nerds on Sunday. But yeah, sounds so- kind of familiar. It does. And you're going to explain why that sounds kind of familiar in about 30 seconds after we take our second commercial break. Now, before we go to our recorded commercial, it is my duty, and I haven't done this in a while, so if I'm a little rusty, bear with me, everyone. But head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and check out all of the great Radio shirts we have available. We have everything from the OG ChairShot logo to shirts for our various shows to even some of the great catchphrases you will hear day in and day out, such as hashtag journalism. We put out quality content every single day of the week. We are putting out holiday content for all of you all. And if you love what we do, the easiest way to support us is to invest in us with a shirt. Now, you can spend your standard $19.99 and get it standard style like a lot of folks. But if you're feeling fancy and you want to feel it all nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more and get it soft style. And this weekend, with it being Labor Day weekend, I'm willing to bet money – that come Monday, it'll still be going on. If you type in the promo code Labor Day, you're probably going to get a discount. Just throwing it out there, just a guess. Of course, I've I've never done this wing and a prayer guesswork thing. I'm pulling a Christopher Platt here. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Again, that site is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. We thank you for your support. We love you for your support. When we come back, we're going to explain why Dave is so tired. <laughs>
1: Always use
2: your head. Hey, at le- at right. least you
3: didn't give fake discount codes like one Mr. Platt does. So
2: I did not. I did not. I I was savvy enough to know that this one works. Okay, so Dave messaged me, everyone, like five minutes before this show it was like are you sure you want to do this and i really think the question was dave was asking me are you sure you're gonna make me do this and i went hell yeah i am because dave we're talking music and you too went to a concert last night so why don't you tell us all about what what were you up to on friday here as we record this saturday as you rub the sleep out of your eyes just a little bit we did uh,
3: the Hella Mega Tour at Dodger Stadium last night. the The It, it was supposed to be last July that they were going to do it. And of course, COVID said, no, I don't think so. So literally 14 months later, the concert that we were supposed to get last July, we finally got, which is uh, Green Day headlining. You had Fall Out Boy in the second slot. You had Weezer in the third slot. And you had the Interrupters who... Um, are a fascinating band to me i really really would urge people to check them out i'll probably play something from all these guys on the outro but the interrupters are, are proof that ska is not yet dead apparently and you know what i think is when i think of ska i think mighty boss tones and real big fish and stuff like that but these guys and you know i say guys but the lead singer is a woman uh, and a damn good one uh they really 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 are good but i mean I'd never been in Dodger Stadium before, and and you know I'd never got down there for baseball. Obviously, as a Nats fan, uh, we and the Dodger fans don't always see eye to eye. Although now that we do, because they've got half my team, but that's all right. It's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, Dodger Stadium, which is, um, you know, I've been by there several times. I like, drove by there on the way into L.A. to like the Staples Center for other stuff, but never actually got in the stadium. And I was. um I was really surprised at how they've modernized that place that, you know, this you're talking one of the oldest stadiums in baseball and
2: you're also talking like the second richest franchise in baseball. Yes. Yes. But
3: I mean, there's, there's like, you know, as far as like some of the other modern stadiums I've been in and, 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 concessions and just being accessible to people, man, I was really impressed with it.
2: It's funny. You mentioned concessions, any concession problems this week. After your experience in Vegas. No. Which is ironic, That's-
3: right? I mean that tells you LA's got it figured out and Vegas not quite don't, so don't much. You th- What's that?
2: I said, don't you think? You said it was ironic. I, I brought it back oh, to a lot of smart.
3: Yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, I yeah, no problems no problems with any of the systems
2: and I have no That's idea what cool. the hell happened at Allegiant. <laughs> I really don't, but Yeah, well, well, and I'm hoping again. I hope I have a, a similar positive experience because I'm sure I will want a frosty malt beverage at some point. I will spend the twenty-seven dollars that it costs for that in a in a bag of nachos. Here's I'll, I'm just going to start throwing some questions for you. I know Green Day, you're the biggest Green Day fan in the world. That was that was the ultimate highlight. But Weezer, what did you pop for the hardest out of out of Weezer? Like what out of their play out of their set? What what really got you going?
3: Say it ain't so is probably my favorite song by them. So that was yeah. that was the one that really got me. Uh, you know, Undone. They they did Undone, which was excellent as well. Um, yeah, I think I think those were the the main ones. I mean, but they closed with Buddy Holly, which was expected. But oh, oh
2: I mean, how okay?
3: Die? But I will say this: the probably the best song. I, I mean, I popped hardest for say it isn't so, but their version of Africa and it's right. absolutely fantastic and live. They are a tremendous live band. I'd never seen Weezer live. And I cool. was absolutely really, really, really impressed. I love I mean Weezer and Green Day were the bands I really wanted to see. Fallout Boy I like fa- just fine. You know, and I not fine like you say yeah. fine. I'd say it's a step above that. And they put on a really good show as well. And they had the best, they had the best on um the best set of all the bands as far as being on stage would you,
2: would you say would you say it's more of a like you didn't mind that they were part of the lineup but like if they were the headliner you're not like oh fallout boy i must buy tickets no
3: no and there are these guys you know who were because we were on like the very back row on the field level so we had pretty good seats and it was easy just to get up and go you know and walk around and stuff so there are people constantly behind our seats just standing up watching and we were talking to a couple of guys who were you know in various states of impaired altered mental faculties and and they but they were like you know they were they made a good point They said you know i really think fallout boy should have opened and weezer should have gone second and then green day i like, i i gotta agree with you you know i i would agree with that but uh yeah fallout boy is really good weezer was fantastic that yeah that version of africa my wife went on live Uh, Facebook live. And I wanted to tag you with this because I wanted you to see it because green day opens all their concerts by playing Bohemian Rhapsody. And you had 35,000 people singing along to Bohemian Rhapsody, the whole song. And it was, it's a, it's a really cool moment, especially if you know, if you're a queen fan or a green day fan and it just kind of tips you off. Okay. Here's the concert is about to start, but
2: I, I, I would have loved that. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have been terrific. But it's it's kind of like um, Metallica always opens their concerts with "Ecstasy of Gold." Yes, um, it's always it's always good to have that warm up.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, big crowd at Dodger Stadium. You know, thirty five thousand. Should we all have been there? Probably not.
2: But you know, it is. But that's so so field, and I'm assuming all the stands. Did they do like it in the round? Was it that sort of deal, or was it like a front and? You know what I mean? Like, was there a stage or how did they do it? They
3: had the stage in the outfield area, Um, you know, so they had where the where the home plate is and they had all that filled in. And then the field was general admission or the pit or whatever you want to call. And they had they had most of the stadium filled up. And, um, you know, they they did as well as you can hope for with the mask sort of thing. No, it wasn't like Vegas, like SummerSlam, where they were on your ass about masks here. They just it was almost the honor system. Most people were doing it but you can't you can't really keep your mask on the whole time at a concert like that
2: well do you and do you think that the outdoor nature of the venue makes it a little bit like because you know SummerSlam oh. you're indoors yeah like you're inside it's covered like here you're at a concert um so this how many times have you seen green day in concert what what number does this make for you this was five i think we counted five. it
3: this is my fifth time
2: in the in the in the echelon of green day performances where would you have put it out of the 5 that you've seen for them per, for that band personally as far as what they've done i'd
3: probably put it number 2 i'd say i still think wow. that, i still think the one at the rose bowl was probably the best i've seen them perform um oh. and and you know I, I mean the first one that my wife and i were like right after we got together we went and saw them at the la sports arena which was really good and that was her first experience in a mosh pit, which was fun.
2: It's, nice. I, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say Sportatorium for a minute. And I was like, oh, we went to world class championship wrestling in Texas.
3: Close. This was where WrestleMania 7 was, but uh not quite that not quite that bad. But uh yeah, it was it was a hell of a show and, and it it from the societal standpoint it is kind of cool to see that people just wanna kind of anything that they can grab onto that resembles normalcy, even if things are very far from normal but you just get a point where it's like you know it's people are like a lot of people are vaccinated and they're like look i'm gonna take my chances i have faith that the vaccine oh, we're not supposed to talk about vaccinations but i'm just saying
2: the proof we're not teaching people to get vaccinated we're just right. talking about people being there being vaccinated right. and I, you have
3: to feel that they were like i'm gonna take my chances that i won't get sick and just have a good time and i think that's that's important for society, you know, that they're trying to get back to, like, you're going to a concert. I know we both, you and I, for the last year and a half have been reluctant about doing anything, but you're going to a concert. Right. We're going to see Shang-Chi, uh, you know, that yeah, sort
2: of I see thing on, on Monday. So yeah, I'm right. I'm right there with you. We're, we're doing it all. Um, and, and to be frank at this point, I'll, I'll keep doing stuff unless things get shut down again. So, um, all right, man. So I don't want to keep you. I don't want to keep you too long. I know you might want to go take a nap. Here, My wife's going to put getting, me to work. Uh, I yeah. See, I did that right before the show because it's been so long since. And this is old man speak. Uh, I mowed my lawn for the first time in like two three weeks, and it took me two hours. It usually takes me an hour, but the grass was so tall and thick that we had to get to that. So it's been raining where you are gonna, for two weeks, right? That's true. We did get the remnants of Hurricane Ida, so. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio. Dave sharing his concert experience. I'm excited to see Alanis Morissette. Next week, we will return to our musical chairs format the way we have been doing musical chairs. I had a. I was very excited to share an artist this week. I will save them for next week. I don't think it's one that you're going to pick, Dave. So I'm. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, why don't you tell everybody before you get out of there where they can find you out there in the interwebs? Well, remember, send all your
3: hate tweets to at PC Tunney. He appreciates that sort of stuff. But sure does. <laughs> Otherwise, you can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression.
2: And you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist, that is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Listen to Dave and I every Monday here on Chairshot Radio, as well as on Bandwagon Nerds, and make sure you're listening to Chair Shot Radio every day, Monday through Friday, New and unique content from all of the personalities that float around the Chair shot Radio network. That's going to do it for Monday's edition of Chair Shot Radio for David Ongar. Have a good week, everyone. Enjoy your Labor day. Get some grilling out there. Uh, just and just have have fun listening to some good music. And we'll see you next week on Chair Shot Radio part of the Chairshot Radio Network on the chairshot.com.
1: War in our bedroom Look at us jumping shit You know she gon' burn The stars that guide me toward salvation I stopped an old man along the way Hoping to find some old forgotten words Reaching melodies He turned to me as if to say